Well, good morning, afternoon, evening, or whenever you happen to be listening to this bonus Nightmare Junkhead content. I uh, thought we would give you a little taste of what we're offering over on Patreon. Uh, well, number one, we have a number of tiers and bonus material. And quite honestly, for as little as $1 a month, you can join our Squidly Diddly tier, where not only are you going to get a shout-out on the show, and we're going to obviously wax your car a little and plug and promote anything you're working on, but you will also have access to a little series I'm doing called I've Seen That, where you will get three I've Seen That's a Week, you're going to get my initial reactions and review of a movie I'm watching for the first time. And I thought I'd give you a little bit of taste of what we're doing that with uh, my reactions to Don't Torture a Duckling. So you're going to get a little Jallo reaction here. And again, that is the tip of the tier. We have uh, so much more to go into. So if you would like to become a member of our little film family, head over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead. And quite honestly, just by listening to this, you are part of our film family. So we appreciate everything that you guys are doing for us. We're hoping we can give a little bit back to you. Um, we will hopefully then see you on Friday when Genius and I are going to be talking Orca the Killer Well. Have a great remainder of the week. out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that is always preferred daffy to donald duck my name is greg and on today's patreon only episode the i've seen that challenge finds me making a little room for some jello as i fill in my fulci gap with 1974's don't torture a duckling and if you are listening in thank you for being part of the congregation that is our nightmare junkhead film family and if any of you had come up to me after Mass and said, Hey, Greg, what do you think of that film, Don't Torture a Duckling? A little bit of silence there because, you know, being in the house of God, I don't want to lie to you because uh, that is a movie that, ah, uh, uh, yeah, sure, I've seen that. Worst part about Don't Torture a Duckling, I had heard of the film. I was pretty sure it was a Jallo-based movie. But the worst part was, and part of the best part, discovering it's a Fulci film. So this film fills in so many needs for the I've Seen That Challenge. Now, had the chance to watch this via our little Shutter shout-out that we do every couple of weeks that we do share here uh, on the, our little Patreon. And this was paired up with Tenebrae, which I will definitely be talking about as well. But uh, if you go back to the Chattanooga Film Festival episode I did, I had a chance to watch the Fulci for Fake documentary. And it's wonderful because it provides an insight to not only all of the horror films that he did, but all the other genre films that he touched upon, uh, be they dramas, coming of age, uh, a lot of stuff you would not expect. And it was on his early work, obviously. But I also forget, always forget that he did a number of Jalo films. And I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the first to admit, my, my Jalo game is pretty weak for the most part. Um, had a chance to see... Bird with the Crystal Plumage for the first time a few years ago, which was phenomenal. Uh, again, going with Argento. And Genius and I disagree a little bit on the if uh, Suspiria and like Creepers and the like are true Jallos. I really think they're just more supernatural horror films, more so than the Jallo, because I think when you 
add supernatural, it ceases to be Jallo. Uh, and again, that's the best thing of the subjective nature of everything. But it definitely, there are some tropes that you will find in a Jallo film. Uh, certain things that you can check off with your Jallo list. And I'm going to keep going Jallo and Jallo to drive you all nuts there. But ultimately, it is a mystery film usually uh, involving someone that is um, out of their environment and you will have uh, black gloves, uh, scissors, straight razors, a lot of gore, usually a little bit of uh, a little bit, a lot of nudity, uh, some amazing scores and soundtracks and usually also involving beautiful cinematography. And a lot of people I've even heard people out there say Jallo is not necessarily horror and you know what? That's fine. You can call it horror adjacent, but for me, it's straight horror. But it's just horror through another international filter. And a lot of Jallo is international. And we've talked about it before. There is a discipline to training yourself to watching these international films because they will be different culturally. You're going to see things that you're not familiar with that may not make sense. Um, the mores of the time could be different. And that's what makes. This film, all the more truly unsettling, and I will say from start to finish, Don't Torture a Duckling had me unsettled. I was, I I cheered a few times, I'm not going to lie. Um, I was, I was squirming in a movie that is not a squiddly diddly kind of film. And I think first and foremost, because it plays on the Catholic trope, or at least with the Christian, Christianity. And again, I've mentioned it multiple times here in the I've Seen That Challenge that I grew up a a true Catholic, you know, Catholic. uh, I was an altar boy and all that kind of good stuff. So whenever I see a movie like this, I immediately have a, you know, point of view going in going, okay, this is familiar. And the movie itself starts off like we're going to go on a Goonies-esque adventure with these bunch of little scampy kids. Uh, They're getting into shenanigans, running around the countryside peeking in on where the little local prostitutes go and those local prostitutes were their characters were freaking incredible. So I want, I actually need a movie starring them. I would have loved that. Um, the end, the move, their movie could end going into don't torture a duckling. Cause we could go from like a buddy comedy into this mean mystery Jallo film here. And, and it doesn't, we do not get boyish shenanigans. What we do in a way but they never lead to this Goonies-esque adventures unless, like, the Goonies died in Richard Donner's film, which they don't. They actually get to go and, you know, meet One-Eyed Willie. Oh, my God. One-Eyed Willie in a Fulci film. Forget about it. Forget about it. But needless to say, all of these little boys, they all come to horrible demises. And the crux of the film is who's killing these kids. And with any good Jallo film, you're going to have your red herrings. And there are red herrings strewn about in this movie. But it, it so, yes, it hits every Jallo thing that you can imagine. The black gloves, he actually cleverly transposes muddy hands in lieu of black gloves, which I really liked. I thought that was nice. But there were a couple of scenes in this movie that really stood out to me. Uh, number one, just for the audacity, they, they were mean, mean scenes. And, but they had this really weird, just totally mismatched, anachronistic song playing over it, which was kind of cool because it unsettled me even more. And the song is by Wes and the Airedales. It's called Crazy, and I'm going to play just a little bit of it. And it's, I'm telling, just 
listen in. Now, that's a jamming song. That's a great friggin' song. That is, it's the, it's the clapping. Like, I was actually moving and grooving while listening to it. But, in the context of the scene that it's presented in, in Don't Torture a Duckling, oh my goodness. It is just the perfect, like, example of of uh, cognitive dissonance. When you've got this peppy song playing, and your instinct is to be happy and joyful and move and dance and groove, all the while, this poor woman, this poor innocent woman, is being besieged upon by these local villagers and is custom, just like, just, she's executed, ultimately. And you've got this song playing over it. And then that that peppy song transitions, into, as Genius would say, as an AM gold song. You know, the, the, the Chevy van, at this point, it's not all right by me. And then she ends up at the side of a highway dying with, and that the subsequent shots of her on the highway with the cars passing is breathtaking. There are some amazing, amazing shots in this movie. Jalo horror, what have you. This is capital F. <laughs> he does go full chi. We'll get to that. But this is a capital F film. There are some breathtaking shots in this movie. And of course, um, I'm not going to say who gets their comeuppance at the very end of this film because I don't want to spoil it. And again, avoid the Shudder shout out because we, we, we spoil it because we assume you've watched it. This is, of course, streaming on Shudder. Uh, but the comeuppance of the person at the very end when it is revealed is equal parts hysterically bad dummy work. But also, for some reason, in this like really weird environment we've already existed in where... We've got these fully na- naked girl women seducing these young boys and you're getting uh, it's just making you feel all weird. And then it culminates into this and you get these weird flashbacks that are happening amidst while this dummy's face is just getting shredded amongst a cliff. And it, it, it took me back to uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom with Kali, Kali Ma and that guy falling off the end. But imagine if then every time he, because he, he hits the, the cliff face quite a bit. Imagine if Spielberg had slowed that down to slow motion and you saw every bit of facial trauma that was happening. You see that in this one. So Fulci does go full chi, but he waits till the very end to do it. But man, does he scatter some amazing shots. The um, Ritz Ortolani did the score and Ritz Ortolani uh, also did the score for Cannibal Holocaust. And that's the one that had, speaking of crazy contrast, uh, that beautiful score uh, that he did with that one. This one also plays perfectly like that. So the soundtrack is amazing. The score is amazing. The characters are amazing. The the innocent witch when she's like, I'll break you. So good. I'm going through my notes here because occasionally I will do that. There is a classy Spencer's art piece. In the lady that was trying to seduce the young man's, uh, the young man, go look for that. It's kind of cool. Um, let's see here. The kids playing soccer were smoking at the same time, which really cracked me up. 
and of course dramatic Donald Duck at the very end. Yeah, there's um so much to like with this movie. So if this is I think this would actually be a pretty good entry point for a Jallo film as well as a Fulci film. Um and just as a film in general because like I said, this is a movie that's it's not for everyone. This is not one going to be one you're going to want to throw on for your normies. Believe this is going to be not next not necessarily next level horror for your horror fans, but you know for your your film film friendly friends, the ones that don't mind being a little bit more adventurous, and of course, also your horror fans as well. I think this is this is definitely something that they'll dig, but I am very happy that I can now truthfully say, don't torture a duckling. I've seen that. 